So, um, what are your favorite moped sounds? Fuck your car. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like touching flowers, is it moving? Like, no, nah, it feels pretty locked up. Sounds like you're fucked, dude. Yo, what's going on? Welcome back to my Pin Monday podcast. It's another week. We're here doing the uh, doing the old show, the old shindig again. Uh, this is episode one hundred and eighty-two. So yeah, I'm excited. It's it's still going. It's been a while, but we we're keeping it we're keeping it moving. Um, we got the homie Maitland on the phone already. What's up, dude? Yo, yo, what's up, man? How's it going? Good, man. So. We all know what kind of time it is, dude. It's fucking Baker's Dozen time. I'm excited, dude. This is like the third time we've gotten to, done th- to do this. Gotten to done this? Oh, that man. Would've, that would have came out weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think. Yeah, I think it's the third time we've talked about it, and it's uh, this is going to be number five, I believe, yeah. that I've hosted. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Like, when I think of, like, mopeds and, like, this, like, weird culture we get, every time that, I like, I look at the years that they just keep adding up i'm just like man we've been doing this for how long <laughs> i yeah i do have to look back i'm like oh i have this shirt from the for the rally in 2012 yeah. oh man it's, there's not a one in front of the years anymore <laughs> yeah dude, it's so crazy i know like smog like uh my buddy zach from smog posted some video today or like yesterday or something it was just like from some like small rally like meet up in like the mountains in Virginia they did that was like 2014 I'm just like dude like (laughs) like, oh I'm so young I'm like that's a long time ago man like fuck dude (laughs) yeah and uh what is it Andy's been like trying to finish up his pinball three documentary so like just posting random videos from like 2014 I think is when it was oh yeah and just like I'm like oh man dude like Oh yeah, that <laughs> was like eight years ago, ten years ago, or so, whatever. So crazy. Like I was talking about that. I think on the podcast maybe last week or the week before. I was like, dude, like, like there needs to really be like a way more like documentation of like the Baker's dozen. Like, <laughs> I feel like it's almost cursed. Like everyone, someone tries every time. Like every time, they're like I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna get footage and it'll be there. And like. Everyone has done it, and then they're like, I don't know, it got destroyed in a fire, or like <laughs> they forgot about it. Like, I didn't think Andy would have finished his pinball footage. I remember he showed me some like in 2015, yeah. and then he just kind of went to be a chicken farmer. Uh, I mean, it's funny, like all, of, like everything in this culture is like so like. No matter what we do, it's like ah, uh, like you're kind of just throwing shit out into like the void. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah, I do this podcast every week, but it's like, like, who's going to listen? You're like, oh, who knows? We're just doing it because we enjoy it. And it's like, I feel like that's yeah. the same thing with like doing a documentary or doing like a, like a full like video series on like Baker's Dozen. It's like, it's something that's so epic and cool that it we're still like, you guys are still pushing it and keeping it happening every year that it's like, it's become like its own story, you know? And like, 
it would have been fun if like someone could have like been at all of them and like you know filmed a little bit from each thing and like talked to all the people oh, and like you know ended up having this like grand fucking you know documentation of the whole thing like when it's all said and done that would be super epic but it's like so much work and like time intensive and years put into something that like a very yeah, small gotta, a very small amount of people in the population would like pay any attention to and you gotta track down some people that have just like disappeared for sure oh yeah and they're like i'm not into mopeds anymore i don't tell me that i'm not into mopeds <laughs> yeah like i don't care like no we gotta dig you up like yeah these are information dude I've like tried, like even trying to get like a couple people that I know are like way out of the scene to like come on the podcast, and I'm like, yo, I know you're out, but like you were influ- you were like influential to me like ten years ago, fifteen years ago. I was like, I gotta get you, <laughs> you know, you gotta come like, talk. come back on just for a minute. <laughs> yeah, like you get the reminisce and go down memory lane. It's gonna feel good. You're gonna like it. <laughs> and then maybe you can buy another moped and, and ruin everything again. <laughs> I feel like some that's probably why some people stay away. They're like, no, if I get another moped, I'm gonna be into this again. It's it's I just, a, I just it's can't a, do it. The gateway drug is real. Like real easy to it get really one is. moped and then end up with ten. <laughs> like it's not hard. <laughs> no, one blink and you just have ten broken mopeds. Yeah. The keyword broken. <laughs> like I felt Always so good. Broken. I had I had like five runners or something recently. And then like, and then I was like, dude, like I wanted to go do this, like that, like they got that moped game going on on Open Army. I talked about it the other week, but it's like, it's a, I saw that. It's it's like a photo competition. Like you have to get like, it's a picture based on a phrase. Yeah. It's super fun. So it's like the thread's called a call calling all moped riders. Do you want to play a game? And it's literally just like ride, like they post like a spot you know take a picture of your bike beside a statue all right someone like rides off and takes a picture of their bike beside a statue and then they post the next challenge and like you know someone's got like a week to like complete it or something so like okay and then they make the next challenge and they make the next challenge and and it keeps going so it's up to like eight pages or something now like eight thread pages and it's, it's still it's still kicking man and i'm like dude this is like pretty fun and you know, I saw it and I was like, damn, like, that's a good idea. Like, it, you know, gets people to go ride and like participate and you get to see cool pictures and like, you know, some of the, it's like some of the new and, and novel, like no one's done that before. Yeah. So you're like, this is cool. And like the guy, like who, uh, I need to get him on uh, his thread is, uh, you know, g- gamer tag is Mopin army gamer tag <laughs> is a uh, yo, yo man. So I, I don't really, I don't keep up with like who's who and what names and shit, but he's from California and you know, he's, okay. got, and he's got a hobbit and like, he's like, yeah, like we play these games on like, on like motorcycle forums or whatever. Like, so I thought we'd do it here and it's been pretty, That's pretty yeah, it's been pretty cool. It's been fun. Like people are participating, which is like what matters. You know, it's all about participation. And I was like, yeah. The day I saw it, I was like, oh, dude, like, wait till I get a day off work. I'm, I'm gonna take this shit over. I'm gonna get like five in a row, you know. But then, like, you I mean, get... it gives you a reason to like, you're like, I'm gonna go find somewhere. I'm gonna go like take this weird road. Yeah, yeah. Like I, like I did it the other day. I was like, I got the one I got. I was like, I posted on the uh, on the uh, Instagram page too. But I was like, yeah, like 
it was like moped by a river. And I was like, dude, I was just thinking about making that a challenge. If I won, I was like, Oh, I want to do moped by a river. But then in my mind, I was like, well, how many people live near a river? Like, you know, you got to yeah, think about like, how many hard. yeah, it's, it's hard for some people, some people in the country that don't live by rivers. And like, it's like, when I think of it that, like we have a huge river running right through our city. So there's like all sorts of bridges and water crossings and like cool spots, like right by the river. And I'm like, Oh, that's perfect for me. But like, Somewhere else might be like it might not work for them, so you got to so it's got to wait till someone who lives near a river can make that challenge happen. Yeah, San Francisco doesn't even have a river. Yeah. If I lived there, I wouldn't have been able to do that challenge. Like, yeah. there's no river in the city. Yeah, so that, that's like the hard part of it too, because it's like you get so stoked on it. And like, I've been like, I was like, that one weekend, I was like, I started playing. I was like, oh, dude, I'm into this. Like, hell yeah! And I was like, I hit a challenge. I get a score real quick, and then like, and I make my challenge, and then you're waiting. And you're waiting and like, I'm like refreshing my phone. Cause there's no like notification, you know, it's like, I'm like, I don't got the notification pop up, you know, of like, Oh, someone, someone no. completed it. You gotta like, notifications yeah, on Army. you gotta like go to open army. You gotta refresh and like, hope someone <laughs> like, you know, move the thing forward. And you're like, damn it. They haven't done anything yet. Fuck. Like, so you're waiting for a challenge and like, and then like someone beats you to it and you get like, like, Oh, they beat me. Like, damn it. Like, I know. And then they're like, oh, it's snow. And you're like, fuck, I don't have any snow. Yeah, like they definitely did one that was like, it was like, take a picture of like a, like ice, like a sign that's like ice road before bridge or some shit like that, you know, like an icy bridge sign. I'm like, ice on a bridge? Like, we don't really, we don't really get snow and ice like that here. Like, <laughs> you know, so you're like, like, I, I don't know what I can do with this one. It's a long ride. Yeah. <laughs> and then sometimes you're like, I'm like Googling shit. I'm like, like one was like a take a picture beside a rotor rooter van or truck or something. I'm like, yeah, I know that's like a plumbing something, but like they don't have one of those downtown. Like I got to leave the city. Like I got to go like out of the city limits to find some shit, you know, go out to the cut to get a rotor rooter. You're like, yeah. All right, yeah. <laughs> like I'm not into it. I can't do it. Can't do it. Ah. <laughs> But yeah, we're we're kind of ranting and rambling. Like we we're kind of catching up. Like we haven't we haven't spoken since the Baker's Dozen finish line at Thomas oh, yeah. and, Thomas and Ashley's ranch. And I had to cut out of there real quick because I was dumb and, and didn't take an extra day or two off of work. Yeah. And I had to drive across the country in like three days. That was dumb, dude. Just so let's, FYI, let's run it back. Let's run it back. If you didn't catch last year and like keep up with the Baker's Dozen. And, you know, you, you have no idea. You're just like new to mopeds. You're new to the podcast and you're just like wondering what the fuck we're talking about. Why don't you tell everyone who you are, which is, if you listen to all the episodes, you got to know. Cause like Maitland's been on a couple of times, like per was just personally talking about him and like being in the creatures and like loving V ones or talking about the Baker's dozen and the pinball and all these things. But yeah, tell everyone who you are and like where you're from and you know, your steez. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I'm Maitland. I'm from the Creatures, uh, based in San Francisco. I moved out last year, actually, so I, I moved to Sacramento, so like two hours east of San Francisco. Um, still pretty chill. The Lancers are here, like doing a lot more moped riding, I think, than I used to. Um, and then, yeah, for the last uh, like eight years, no, seven years, uh, two of them I was just competing, and then the other five I've been hosting. Um, just a crazy, you know, long distance moped race. Um, we've gone from Seattle to San Diego. Um, Rob Burita did the first one, obviously from Portland, Maine to Key West, Florida. Um, the goal is just to like push mopeds places they've never been. 
um, and also secretly drive around the country and see some cool shit. Uh, so yeah, last year we did, it was, it was probably one of my favorite ones last year. It was a little bit shorter than the rest. Uh, we only did about 1200 miles, uh, in, I want to say six days. Uh, but that one was basically, we started in Georgia and we rode up basically the, the spine of the Appalachian mountains. Like we did a little bit of near the Blue Ridge Parkway. We didn't go on it cause you have to pay like 40 bucks to go on it. Um, but we basically just like took all the motorcycle back roads in like the East coast mountains. And it was super exciting. West Virginia is way hillier than you think. <laughs> Dude, like. For for the ones that I wish I could have done, I wish I could have done that one because it like it's close and it ended in my city. So I'm like, oh dude, I could have done it and like ended up at home, like perfect. And like I still yeah. just like what was the name of the the path? It's called like the the dragon or the snake or fucking oh yeah, tail of the dragon, where it's like was it like 300 curves in like 11 miles or something insane? Yeah, where it's just you're just curving. There's no straight part of the road. <laughs> yeah, like if you and guys like. Sorry, go for it. Three or four. No, there's like three or four photographers on there. So yeah. like all of us that went and got like high res like photos of our just curving on those heads. Like some of them are super sick. That's tight. Like if you guys haven't looked that up, just look that up. Like for for East Coasters and like people from the South or whatever. Like I love to just go there to that little camp spot you guys stayed at. That little like. Um, Oh yeah, there's like the, it's like a hotel and like a camp. Well, not a hotel, like a motel and yeah. like a little campground and like a little restaurant. Mm-hmm. You're just up in the fucking North Carolina mountains. Like it's so chill up yeah. there. It's like I feels love, like you're in a jungle in yeah. the summertime. I love to just have a weekend just going there and just riding those crazy windy roads and then coming back and like you know raving all night about how sick it was. Like oh, these roads are crazy. This is sick. I mean, the road that we took to get there, like we stopped. And like, I didn't know any of this because I just kind of blindly planned the route usually because I've never been to these places. Mm -hmm. And so we we went up to this place called Teleco Plains, which is near like where Angel and Sammy's house is in the mountains. Um, And we stayed at this campground and you're like, oh, that was a nice, pleasant ride, like up the mountains, like for a thousand feet or whatever. Mm -hmm. But like the next day you come out that campground and you go left and you just go straight up for like four miles <laughs> and then you're at 5,000 feet like at the top of it I wasn't prepared for that I and mean, being a single speed and a heavy dude it kind of sucked yeah so the top it's like the warning sign is at the top of the area you were just in and you're like oh oh I see it says very steep watch watch speed <laughs> <laughs> and I was like holy shit we took the hard way I know <laughs> Dude, for like, for so mopeds are fun and you can ride them. They can be stock, they can be any form, and you can cruise through your city and like or your town and you can enjoy it for what it is. You can hit a rally and get the blast with your friends. And like, I feel like a lot of us like love mopeds and stuff for like the freedom to like just like explore and like go do stuff. And I think that's like a fun part of moped. And if you just like hop on wherever you live and you just go get lost somewhere and like explore some roads and you're not supposed to go down, but you're on a moped. So you can kind of be like, Oh, it's got pedals. I'm sorry. You know, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but, but like the Baker's dozen and the pinball and stuff is just like, that's like pushing the limits of like the adventure side of mopeds. Like you guys are just taking on these like crazy, like trips and you're doing like, 
I feel like everyone's kind of been like a theme or a historic kind of like route. And like, yeah, you know, you're going on this journey. Like, what did you, what, what were they? Can you rattle some of them off? Like the themes for them? What's up? Or like, yeah. Uh, like, what do you like, want me to rattle? Yeah. Like, uh, like some of the, the past. I know like one was like the first one, the pinball thing was like route one. We're doing like, you know, route one, the big, like, you know, main highway or whatever, the old highway. And then oh, there's yeah, like yeah. Route 66 and like. Yeah. So the, the first one on route one uh, on the East coast, I don't know so much. Cause that was, that was all Rob Rito doing that. Yeah. Um, the, the second one and the third one, uh, it was also like the second one was what it was like Tom Sawyer, like Mississippi. Like we were running down the Mississippi river down to new Orleans. So that was kind of like a Tom Sawyer, Huck Finn type, type team. And that was pretty good. Like five days. Um, then we did the West coast, uh, Seattle to San Diego. And that one was just, uh, like gold rush was the theme on that one. Just cause you know, you're heading out West. Like we're just going down the coast. Um, and it was like, come out and see like the whole Pacific Northwest, the California coast on your moped. Like we're going to have a blast. Um, the one after that, it was kind of a two parter. I really wanted to do the actual like cannonball run that, um, was fuck what's his name is like cdc shining baker or whatever the dude that did it in the 70s on motorcycles uh they had a start point at the port of or at the red ball garage in new york city so we started there and then the end point is supposed to be the portofino inn in uh, some southern california beach town near la i forget the name of it redondo beach that's it um so we couldn't do it in one year because like taking two months off to do a moped thing is insane. And none of us can do that. Yeah. And so it's a long it distance. What that was like, I think I, I looked it up. that one's like a total of 2,900 miles. Yeah, no, it's you're going across like straight across diagonally. Um, so we split it up and it, it kind of worked out really well. The first, the first uh, half of it was basically let's hang out and see all our friends on the East coast. That was really it. So we tried to stop in like every moped town we could uh, down the entire East Coast. We definitely didn't take the fastest route. Um, and our halfway point was Austin, Texas. Because uh, Lester and, and ACR were going to host us and have a huge party when we showed up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we basically like we stopped in Lancaster, um, hung out with Legion. Then we went, um, did we go to Virginia? Yeah, and then we went to fucking uh, Tom and Ashley's uh, old house. Yeah, uh, in Richmond, that was the next stop, I think. And we had we had, donut, we had to, donuts and pizza ready, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was fire! Like going to like that little ranch in the cuts, and I was like, "Where are we going?" And I was like, "Oh damn, everyone's here!" <laughs> Shit. <laughs> And like, yeah, we just, we stayed at a couple crappy motels. Uh, we stayed at Charlie Buzzard's house. That was super dope. I was yeah. like, we're just coming to your house, buddy. <laughs> um, and that, so that was real fun. The next year was kind of like, like, okay, we saw our friends. Now we're going to go on like, like a spirit quest through the desert. And we switched it up. We did it a little earlier because we were going from Austin, Texas to, to LA. Yeah. And like, so we did that at the end of May. And it was, it was less hard than it would be during the summertime, but it was still like 80, 90 during the day and then like 40 at night. Yeah. <laughs> and so like 
everyone's like one night we camp on a mountain at like 7,000 feet and everyone's like, this is so cold. This is so cold. We're in the desert. What's going on? Texas is a weird place, man. Oh man. It's such a weird place. Uh, let's see. And then uh, there's one more I forgot. And then the, the last one was like, uh, we did Detroit to Boston and that was kind of like a summer camp theme like crappy summer camp where you're like going and like get bit by mosquitoes. You have fun, <laughs> but you're like, wow, there's a lot of mosquitoes here. Cause yeah. there's a lot of mosquitoes in upstate New York. Crazy. <laughs> there's a lot. Uh, yeah. And then last one was like kill the dragon. Like it was a little weird. I mean, that was two years in the making cause of COVID. Um, but then, yeah, that was that was the plan is, like, just ride some cool motorcycle roads on the East Coast. Yeah. Dude, it's always crazy. And it's, like, the to see, like, the teams come together and the bikes and the builds, like, you know, I feel like, I don't know. I always talk about my feelings. I need to get over that, dude. I'm, like, feeling, <laughs> feeling too much on this podcast where I'm, like, oh, I feel. <laughs> and real life, I'm, real life, I'm stone cold, guys. I don't feel shit. Get out of here. <laughs> but uh but yeah man like i don't know i'm just excited that you guys are still going like it's crazy to see it like you know every year. i don't know how we're still going but like i'm enjoying it i think we're gonna have a lot more people this year i think like just all around hell yeah and what's what is this year let's let's talk about this year's theme and where you guys are riding from and two. Oh yeah uh, so yeah, this year is going to be, uh, a bit of a Oregon trail type theme, if you will. Um, you know, taking the quest to a, another level, um, kind of jokey eight bit, but we are going to start pretty close to where the Oregon trail actually started. So we're going to start in Nebraska. Um, instead of Omaha, we're going to start, uh, or like I could technically start at freedom, Kansas or whatever, but. So we're going to start in North Platte in Nebraska, and then we're going to take some back roads. Um, we're going to go through all of the mountains, uh, and then we're going to end up in Portland. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I'm really excited. There's there's a few times we're going to be going up to, like, seven, 8,000 feet on mopeds. <laughs> Sick. Dude, yeah. I, like, I actually, like, I just, like, went to the Baker's Dustin website. If you guys don't know... You can register and everything. It's uh, bakersdozenrun.com. So check out the site. Register if you'd like to be a part of it. You still got time. Two months away. And Yeah, you can definitely still register. And I was like looking at it. I was like, damn. One, there needs to be a little link like from the page to like like an Oregon Trail emulator where you can like just like someone can just go play the Oregon Trail online. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like here, while you wait for this to start, you can play Oregon Trail. Here's a link. <laughs> We do have some stuff like uh, the name I'm going to put up. Like we have a logo and everything that's going to come up. Like I think in the next week. So right now we just have registration up, but all the rules, um, the route, everything that you'll need to know for your adventure, that'll all be live on the site probably in the next week or so. Sick. I actually like just went to Target like a couple nights ago, and I and I bought Oregon Trail the uh, the card game. They have a card game. Oh yeah, they have a card game that that you can play with, I think up to four people and it's just as hard as the computer game. And you win. If anyone from your group makes it to the end, 
Damn. Okay. But like, I might have to grab that. It's kind of it's pretty fun, and like you die a lot. <laughs> All right, guys. Who, that sounds right. Who? Which one of you want to die from dysentery or whatever the fuck? You know. Only dysentery. Don't drink yeah. any weird water surfaces. Drink it. Don't drink it. Oh, you're dead. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> you were bit by a drink snake on your moped. Sorry. Bring plenty of whiskey to save yourself from whatever. You'll need whiskey. Trust yeah. Me. <laughs> I say like you gotta like the the rules for this race. You gotta dress like old timey. Like you gotta have like some like uh like Western gear or some shit. Oh, I think I'm gonna make a last minute rule change. I think you've inspired me. I'm gonna switch that up right before the race starts. <laughs> yeah, like you gotta go full theme now. Like now the themes gotta get even more intense. Like they gotta go like full theme. You gotta you gotta dress. You gotta dress for the occasion. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, no, definitely going to give uh, some bonus points. If anyone rides a Gorelli, extra bonus points. <laughs> I'll even give you some gas money, like straight up. Like, bring a Gorelli, somebody, please. Yeah. Like, I, I, I 100% do not think a Gorelli could make it. <laughs> like, I, want, I feel like we've talked about bets before. I don't know if it, if it ever actually happened, if people took bets on the bikes and the racers and stuff, but like, like who? Where, where are the fucking sharks at, man? Who's opened up the fucking the the betting? You know, where's it at? We did have a pool, I think, on pinball two. <laughs> if I remember correctly, I think there was a betting pool on pinball two. There may be one open for this. I don't know how to make that work, but yeah. I think that's fine. Like I'm not the gambler guy, but I feel like I'd I'd get in on it. You know. I mean, yeah. When you drop, you know, five or twenty, you're like, no, I bet on that. They're gonna win it. Yeah. It's like I, I hear there might even be a French bike this year. I would definitely put a twenty on a French bike. Just I want to see it win. I feel not how, win. I want to see it make it. Shit. I know. I need to stop saying feel. But like, which? <laughs> how many? I know, dude. Right? Like, um. Yeah. But which? I can't remember who. I feel like there's ah feel. I'm in this hole, and I can't stop saying. It. I've been doing it for a while. This has been months, and I've just started to notice it. Like it's just started to click in my mind that I keep doing it. But oh, yeah. how how many French bikes have done the Baker's dozen? I feel like there I go again. That Sabat did it like one year or something with the Peugeot. I think Sabat did it two years with a Peugeot. And it was the same Peugeot. Okay, I think. Did he finish? No. So the first year it was air cooled, and the second year it was water cooled, and I don't think he finished either year. Hmm. And, and other than that, I actually like. There was a motorbicane one year too, but I think that was like a pinball. I want to say Rob took a motorbicane one year. Oh, that's right. Uh, he took a Peugeot on pinball three. Okay. I remember because I I, I saw him on the side of the road and I, I checked in on him and he his temperature gauge said seven hundred. Like, oh <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I don't even think they go that high. <laughs> I didn't think they went that high either. I was like, ah, I don't know. Like I, I remember one year, like I, I got out of my French game again, and I like, and I was parting out my bike, and I sold him like a clutch pulley for the pinball, and he was like, yeah, like, I, or you know, Baker's dozen or whatever. He bought a pinball. I mean, he bought my clutch pulley for his bike, and I was like, all right, man, he's going French, like, and he was like, yeah, I just want to, I just want to prove a point that you know I can make it. It's like I want the <laughs> challenge, you know, and like, yeah, that's a challenge for sure. Like I'm saying, <laughs> like Sax Corelli. Yeah, Sax Gorelli, any French bike, probably the biggest challenge to take one of to take on a Baker's dozen or something that's that long distance. I don't know, man. 
I mean, if if I had to throw that down on those three that you just said, I might even say sack. Like it won't <laughs> win, but like I think it'll survive. I don't know. The other two, I'm not so sure that they'll even survive. That would. I feel like that's the real challenge. That should be the money. That should be the bet. It'd be like, all right, like you get like you put. It's like picking straws. You put like you know three three straws in the in the uh, in the in your hand and like make three teams pick between Gorelli, Sachs, or Motorcane or like Gorelli, <laughs> Gorelli, Sachs, or French, and they oh, <laughs> and then we and then we really start taking bets. <laughs> I'm hoping like I got I have a bunch of registration emails and they all say like the bike they're using, but like that sometimes you know last minute switches up. I'm pretty sure every year there's at least one team that says like two or three bikes that they're gonna bring and they bring them and like two or three of them are just gone on the first day and they're down to one. Yeah, I feel like that's the, that's also like so for those who don't understand how it works because we haven't really explained the rules or anything. You can, True. how about you explain the rules and then I can kind of, we can kind of talk about, about that aspect of it. No, that's good. Uh, so just a quick breakdown of the rules. Um, you're either a solo rider, or you're a team. Um, the people don't matter as much as the bike itself. So if you're a team, you can have up to, I think three bikes. If you want, most people go with one, um, the bike itself needs to make the entire event. It has to go under human or moped power. So you could pedal it if you want. You could push it if you want, or you can ride it if it's working. Um, anything else will disqualify you. You'll get a DNF that did not finish. Um, getting a DNF means that you've been disqualified from winning the race. You can still participate and ride, but you won't be eligible for any prizes or, or bragging rights or anything like that. Um, but basically, you have your moped. You've got to make sure that um, the two wheels, if it moves, it moves under its own power or you pushing it. Can't go in the back of a truck. Can't draft behind your own chase vehicle. You can draft behind anyone else on the road that you want to. It's up to you. Um, a few other rules. There are no highways or, or, sorry, no interstates or roads that are 65 mile an hour speed limit or above. Uh, highways are usually okay. They usually have bicycle infrastructure and intersections. Um, I know it changes all over the country and, and we'll definitely clarify a little bit more if anyone has questions. Um, but that's basically the gist of it is each day you're given, uh, oh yeah, this is the most, the other most important part. So each day you have a destination. Uh, we leave at 10 a.m. every day. You can leave immediately or you can stick behind whatever, but you have 24 hours to reach your next destination. So if you break down, you know, something cataclysmic happens, you have to rebuild your entire bike, uh, your trace vehicle breaks down, whatever. You still have 24 hours to get to the next checkpoint uh, without being disqualified. And and you can choose and you can choose your own adventure. And you choose your own adventure. That's the best part. You and your team or just you just get to look at the map and be like, all right, this is the route we're taking today. And sometimes that's where a lot of stuff comes into play. Like you could have a bike who's working great, but you could, but you chose a really bad path and, and that's why you lost that day. Yeah. I mean, uh, a good example just that I can remember was one day in, on pinball two, we we're all like going, we're leaving St. Louis and we're trying to make it to Missouri and or, no Mississippi. And like, Everyone in St. Louis is like, you guys got to avoid the Missouri cops. Like, they're just dicks for no reason. 
Um, and one thing that a lot of states I found out for mopeds don't have plates, like you just have a sticker, which is fine. And you'll get out of it, no problem, but it makes you a target for being harassed by cops because they don't see a plate. So they're like, we'll just pull this guy over, which slows down your time. Um, so like one day, I remember everyone took a bunch of different routes. Uh, like me and my team, we went because we didn't want to deal with cops. We went into Illinois. So like it took us a little longer, but we crossed the river and we we're like back into cornfields. Meanwhile, most of the people were going like right through urban centers. So they had to deal with traffic and stoplights and stuff like that. Um, and then other people that were going in like rural Missouri actually had to deal with the cops all the time because there's a bunch of bored cops in rural Missouri. <laughs> um, so like each route had its own pitfalls. Like ours took a little extra time, but like it was mostly pleasant and like we didn't really have to deal with anything. Uh, and we didn't have any cities to drive through. So all those things, like you just have to like start thinking about different different things that uh would be beneficial or not for your route i feel like that's like one of the best aspects of the of the uh of the race itself it's like the fact that you choose your adventure you can decide which path you're going to take and you have to like deal with those consequences of that of that route which is kind of like the Oregon yeah. trail like you know you're <laughs> you're like i don't know what we're gonna like it's a little bit easier now with like google bicycle directions and stuff but still you're just like well now I know what I have to do and I'm not, I'm not excited about it. Great. <laughs> like, this looks even worse. Like I'm not into this. You're like, that's a real jagged up. Like yeah. what's the elevation climb there? Oh yeah. no. I really think too, like, um, like that part of it. Like if I was, if I was helping plan it, I'd be like, so like mischievous by picking stuff that I knew had like, like I want to end here. Cause there's like five diverging routes that could end up, you know, I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes I do that because <laughs> that's a, like, that's hmm. a that's a fun part when you're following it. Like if you also guys don't know, like you can follow the whole race online. And last year was cool because uh, one of the homies I can't remember his name on top of my head was blogging it, so you get like updates every day. Oh yeah, but you can all Jesse Stevenson, that. yeah, Jesse Stevenson was Jesse, doing last yeah. year, and like um, and also like they use Glimpse, which is I think. Any moped club, anybody throwing a rally should always use Glimpse for any ride you're doing because absolutely, it's it's sick. It gives you the route. Like if you're on your phone, there's a little GPS line that tells you the same path that the path that the route's going. So if you fall behind, you can just look at your phone and follow the same path that they're doing and catch up or find out where the ride's at and like, okay, cool, I got to know I got to get to this spot and you can you know get there. But they use that for yeah, the pinball or for the baker's dozen, yep. sorry. And you can look online and just watch the race unfold, which is like, it's real time, but it's also kind of laggy. And like, you just see these little triangles like spreading out and like going in circles and like going up to the way they're supposed to end. And you see, you see how fast they're going. You see how stretched out they are. And you're like seeing the teams going different routes and you're getting all stoked. Cause you're watching like, Ooh, yo, like he's like crushing it right now. And they're like, but they're taking another path. Like who's going to get there first? Like, it's really distracting when you're trying to like live your life and work and you're just like <laughs> watching this really slow race unfold like on the on the internet. It was like I'll check back in in like two hours and see if he's gone, you know, fifty miles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, glimpse I forgot to mention that. Uh glimpse so you can track it. We're gonna try and get better about like some live audio and video. I'm not gonna promise anything. 
but we're going to try and get better. We have a few more people helping out. Um, and then we have a discord server too. So if, if you're going to participate or you just want to like chat with like the writers and stuff, we're going to have a bunch of like, you'll see a lot of pictures and live events and stuff. And that's usually our main like chat for the race. Hell yeah. That's a great idea. We'll see. We tried it last year. Jesse really came up with it and like it worked pretty well. And we're going to try it again this year and see if people enjoy it. Nice. It's sick, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I'm like, I don't know. I'm just like pumped. Like, uh, so who's like, who like is helped put it together this year? Is it's like you guys, I know they normally have like, you know, the team, you know, a couple key people who really helped put it all together. Yeah, so this year it's been like, um, so me, um, Jesse Stevenson's been doing a lot of the website stuff. Um, Mars and Jenny Ray have been helping out with housing. Um, we've also got Travis and Andrew. Um, sorry, Mars is from Boston. Uh, he's from uh, LSLB up there. Um, and then Travis, Travis Tutorial. You guys may know him from his tutorial YouTube videos. Um, him and Andrew from the Cutters are going to be helping out Um They've been helping get me some t-shirts made. And then uh, they're also going to help out with shit. I don't know. Additional support. Like they're both driving as far as I know. So like I'll actually have another car. Um, we'll have a chase vehicle. So nobody gets left behind. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, you're still on your own as a single rider. But like if you're done, if your bike's done, whatever, like we'll pick you up. We'll make sure you have a good time. I mean. Hell yeah. So yeah, so we got like five or six people helping out this year, which is really helpful because I can't do a website to save my life. So, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it's it's a it's a heavy task to like to do you know by yourself or one or two people. So yeah, the more people that are helping is rad, and it's cool too. Like because we use our because we use the community, the mopeds. The cool thing about us, I is mean, it is small, so there's the the community aspect of it where like there's always people to pull from and draw from. And, you know, they're willing to host, you know, in spots and. Oh, and I, yeah, I'm not even talking about the people that host us at like the start and the end. Like those people are amazing and it changes every year. But like every time I've reached out, it's usually like nobody's really said no. They're just like, let's fucking do this. This sounds awesome. Like, yeah. how can we help? Yeah, that club would get put on blast so hard. You're like, <laughs> nah, fuck the biggest doesn't do it. I'm, I don't want anything to do with this. I'm not helping you guys. I don't want you moped kids in my yard. <laughs> it, which is, it's crazy to think that like, that that's the last thing that any of us would expect, like out of our, out of our, out of our community. Like, yeah. like, I feel like there's anything moped related and someone like needs help or needs hand or needs someone to stay and you just want to crash and needs like, this or that, like everyone's always willing to like and down to like assist. Or, like, oh wait, you're in the mopeds? Sure, here. Yeah, <laughs> I trust you with everything yeah. I own. <laughs> like you know, it's truly amazing, honestly. Like th- that year where I was just, like, we're just gonna stay at every moped friend's house on the east coast that I can think of. Like th- some of the people I've met once or twice before, but like most people I'd never met before. And I was just like, Hey, I'm, I'm going to bring a bunch of people to ride mopeds to your town for a night. You just want to hang out. <laughs> yes. And they're always like, yes. <laughs> Come One night we'll leave. I swear. I swear we will leave. <laughs> you know, like boy Scout rule, you know, we, we make it cleaner than the, than it was when we left, when we got there or whatever. I mean, uh, yeah, sometimes we put a lot of fireworks 
and like other stuff. So like I don't know. <laughs> but usually cleaner. Usually. Yeah, yeah usually. <laughs> mm. So what are you riding this year? Same bike? I'm I might not ride this year. If I do, it's going to be the same bike. Um, I've just been doing a lot of organizing this year. And like, I don't know if I'm into, I think I want to make people have a better experience. Yeah. And if I'm not riding the whole time, um, I think I can help with that this year. Cause we're going to, we're going to go through some cool shit this year. Oh, yeah. We're going to ride by Yellowstone. That's sick. You know, I've been watching Yellowstone too on TV, so I'm like, yeah, that you you see like, you know, I'm like, yeah, it looks cool out there, and I'm like watching like I watched that 1983 or whatever, and I'm like, they're on the Oregon Trail, I'm like, yeah, Oregon Trail, oh, yeah, look way different back then, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Some of these spots, maybe not. I don't know. Like I was looking, like one day we the biggest population town we drive through is like 200. Damn. That was Damn. all day, and, and the map was like, yeah. All day. That's crazy. So you guys are gonna really get that wilderness in too. Yeah, and it's like plan your gas stops like really, really well. Yeah, because you might not find a gas station for a while. Make sure Chase is close by with that gas. Keep some on the bike. Yeah, have like five cans on your bike. <laughs> I feel like that's been that was that was like a pretty like key part to it too. It's like minimizing your stops you know, for, for victory, like you, you, you don't want to be the guy at the gas station at all. No. And like, even just filling up, like, I mean, it takes you five minutes and somebody gets, you know, five miles down the road. Yeah. And I'm mean, not kidding. Like the average speed of some of the teams last year were like 55, 56. Yeah. I remember, cause I, re- I interviewed a bunch of the teams last year, like at the finish line and we talked about their, the race and stuff. And I remember like the, um, the moped brothers were like, yeah, like, We'd pull over when we needed gas. We'd pull over. Someone else would hop out of the van and fill the gas tank while the rider was like taking a piss on the side of the road. Like, oh damn, right, yeah. You guys fill the tank. I'm gonna pee. <laughs> like, all right, I'm done peeing. Like, someone else is like, he's peeing. Someone else is like changing the spark plugs. Someone else is like checking the tire pressure, like pit crew style. And then he's like, all right, I'm done That's peeing. How you gotta do and it. You get back on the bike and right back to it. <laughs> That's really how you have to do it. I mean. If, if like, what was it? Sometimes people would be ahead, like a team would be ahead by one to three hours. And you're like, that's nothing. That's one, you know, missed fucking opportunity. They like had to pop a tire or something. Like that's it. Set you back four hours. Easy. Yeah. And what's the thing with like uh redundancy and parts and like motors and stuff. I can't remember that rule. Oh yeah. No, that's, that's relatively new. Um, I think there's a slightly better wording that Mars came up with that I don't remember off the top of my head, but essentially um, you can't have multiple built motors. So like the intent is the engine that's on your bike is, is the one that you're riding. And if you know the crankshaft goes bad or a bearing goes bad, you have to take that motor apart and replace the component rather than just swapping a new a built motor on there. Motor. Right? Yeah. Yeah, so like if it breaks, you have to fix it. It's really that's yeah. the intent. Um, what's what's so the extension of that? Like, oh, if I break, if I break the crank, but I already have a crank with bearings already on it, like, can I just you know, how built yeah. can it be? <laughs> I mean, I basically like if anything in the internals of the motor goes bad, I want you to take the motor apart. Yeah, um, 
So like, if you have a crank with bearings, that's fine. Like you gotta, you gotta take the motor apart and like, you could have everything else ready to go and just drop it in. But just the act of taking it apart is, I guess that's what I really, that's what the intent is, is that you take it apart if you break it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm trying to think on off the top of my head, like which, like which platform, like, is the easiest for that. I feel like they're all like easy if you know if you know that bike and that's your you know your bike. But like, yeah, what do you, what do you think? In like a like say like the top top three in order of like best to worst for like side of the road quick like engine like disassembly and like reassembly. I mean, as far as like disassembly and reassembly, I know I'm a little biased, but I think the V1 is actually. Because you need a minimal amount of tools and like it just pops apart. I think that's the most minimal. I don't think it's the best, um, but I think it's the most minimal assembly. Uh, I think Tomos is usually end up being the best, to be honest. Like I know they got the extra gear and like some other like the Sprag. I think usually goes bad, but like as far as the damages that actually happen, it's usually just like replace a component rather than try to like repair the damaged one. Yeah. Um, and Tomos, you're like a house part. They're round. True. I think I think Tomos usually is probably like the least catastrophic failures that I've seen. And then, I mean, the Hobbits go the fastest, but I've definitely seen them do the most destruction. Yeah. Well, that's what's crazy. That like E50 didn't even get the shout, dude. Didn't even make it in the top three. You feel like I no? Feel, I mean, I think that would be like really easy disassembly because I remember one year a team like just flipped their bike upside down and split the cases, like oh, without, without even taking the motor off the bike. Oh, I didn't even think about that. See, like, yeah, I've been out of the E50 game for so long. I know there's a lot of stuff for it, and I'm just I'm ignorant. I guess. Yeah, that was like my just my first like thought. I was like, oh yeah, well like. E50, oh, you got to replace the crank. Cool. You pull your top in, you flip the bike upside down, and you like take those bolts out and pull the case apart and pop a new crank in there and put it back together. I think you just changed my mind. Like, that definitely sounds like the easiest. I, I, I forgot you could even do that. Yeah, tricky. Tricky. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's the same thought of like lifting the Hobbit up so you can work on the carb. Yeah. You're like, let me just lift the entire bike to work on the carburetor. <laughs> Also, the worst shit ever, dude. Like, I it's been years since I like had a, a, a Hobbit with a with a carb still like tucked in the subframe. I'm like, ugh, it's such a pain in the ass. <laughs> it's like the first thing you get rid of. Yeah, it's like the You're first like, thing no. you move. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think that would be like I don't know. That would be my my top three, I guess. Like easiest probably E50 now. Um, most complicated and worst to work on would be Hobbit, and probably least. I mean, most reliable, I guess, would be Tomo. Man, you're a hater. <laughs> I, yeah. All my Hobbit boys out there are feeling real, real, real saucy right now. They're like, what? <laughs> I mean, no, they're good, but like, what was it? So the first horrible explosion was, uh, it was like, I think it was Kelly's rear variator literally exploded, like on the side of the road in Raleigh and like, had to send our entire team back up to oh, yeah, Richmond back to, to Richmond buy it from one. you guys. Yeah, Noah sold and a bunch drive of parts. back <laughs> in like Friday traffic at fucking rush hour. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. And then but I feel team like, meet. 
cooked their top end. They like just totally cooked the bearings. Yeah, but they also won that year. They did. So like, I guess. <laughs> so it's like, know, so it's like uh, <laughs> the good with the bad, bro. Yeah. Hobbits are hobbits are, are right up there, man. I don't know. I, I actually I, would like to see. I would like to see the Hobbit Derby fucking battle. Yeah, that'd that be a battle. Think, it was crazy that there wasn't a battle last year. It's like they had all derbies essentially, and I was like, damn it! I really thought like the hills, like it was going to be Hobbit versus 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 Derby for like the fucking the lead. And no I thought Hobbit so too. I didn't think it would be all derbies. It was like, oh cool, everyone has a derby. Yeah. And like I've recently like had a derby, so it's like I've never been like one to know. Like I always knew they were good and they were cool, and then, you know everyone sweats variant or some shit. Yeah, but, but I always had hobbits. You know, poor man's derby. <laughs> like they, you know, they do the exact same thing, and like you know, I never had a problem with it. But it's like now I got a derby too, and I'm like, oh, like yeah, this is sick. But you know, they're still, I still think rebuilding wise, like a hobbit's way easier to do than a derby. Like just like amount of parts inside, yeah. like. I mean, I watched the Moped Brothers literally take their derby entirely apart to the, like the nuts and bolts because their one of their bearings failed. Yeah. So they took their entire engine apart. The other thing about last year with all those derbies, um, I don't know if people have talked about. It. I I definitely thought about it, um, because it was kind of a short race for what we normally do. Mm-hmm. It was only twelve hundred miles. And I did know a lot of the teams, like Team T3 was just like, yeah, so there's a lot of metal shavings in our oil every day. We just put brand new oil in every morning and spray it <laughs> And, like, Jose had to weld his frame, like, 18 times, basically every night. It was like, let's weld it up again, Angel. Yeah. It broke again. And, and yeah, uh, the QCV, like, that thing was, it almost destroyed itself the second to last night like they destroyed a, a spark plug somehow and that was like a and that was like a newer bike they had they had the um oh, what was it called the buy bike yeah. yeah they had the buy bike so it's like you know 2000 fucking 19 like model you know brand new yeah, moped brand new. <laughs> i rode it that was, a a sick, that was a sick bike though like i rode it I was like, the bike, i'm like okay yeah this thing rips Dude, and it went fucking fast. And, yeah. like, it was also funny because they have some big dudes on QCB, but not everyone's huge. And so, like, yeah. they're like, holy shit, when it's not the big dudes, that thing goes, like, 10 miles an hour faster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like, uh, like, they, they, I feel like, 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 we were talking about fuel efficiency and, like, gas changes and, like, you know, like, refilling and all that. Like, they plan for that, too, because they had, like, two ex- auxiliary gas tanks. They were running like three gas tanks. Yeah. Are- they had like gas paneers. Yeah. So it's like, yo, that's a, that's a smooth move too. If you're trying to like win this race, you're playing ahead. You got to make sure you're carrying a lot of gas. Right? I mean, I, I don't know if it's from me telling the story about fucking Jason McDonald, never stopping for one day from having a giant Tomos gas tank, yeah. but huge gas yeah. tank, it's may- maybe even go smaller carb, you know, like, might be a little faster. I mean, a little bit slower, but you're gonna like save that much more fuel. I mean, if it wasn't, if we weren't going through all of the the Rocky Mountains this year, like I feel like people probably would just like put on a little Dwarf Shaw and just sip on it. 
But we definitely have some huge mountain passes. So I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to see what everyone brings. Yeah. I mean, you, you know the ver- derbies are going to be out. It's going to be uh, – anytime I think of hills, I think variated. So I'm like, uh, variated bikes oh, are going to yeah. be back. There will be a Hobbit versus Derby battle. I yes. do know this now. Hell yeah. I'm excited. I won't spill the beans on who's who. <laughs> but I'm excited to see this battle. Yeah, man. And then, like, as far as that Kelly thing went, dude, like, that, I feel like that comes back to, like, not to say they weren't prepared, but lack of backup parts. Like, when you're doing some, like, this epic trip and this long, like, endurance race, I feel like there needs to be double, if not triple, of every component. I mean, you need to at least bring every component. Because, I mean, you you probably don't replace your rear pulley very often, I imagine. No. I don't know. Yeah, rarely. No. I've broken yeah. some before. I know what they do when they when they break, like you know, <laughs> and and it's real easy to swap that part if you you know one thirteen millimeter nut with an impact driver and you're and you're back in the game. Yeah, Just, you know, mm-hmm. versus like having to drive like you know three hours in the wrong direction to pick up buy new parts. Like, yo, you gotta I mean, gotta have everything. Yeah, one year I didn't bring an extra clutch belt. Never thought I'd need a clutch bell for Minarelli, but no, I somehow was able to separate the hardened gear from the clutch bell. I was like, ah, <laughs> I've never seen that happen. Catastrophic I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. And I was like, shit, I don't know what to do. Um, and then fuck Hecky from LA was there and he had like, he had what, like driven my car tire into a curb or something and felt bad about it, even though like nothing was damaged. Mm-hmm. And so he spent, I have a video of it. Like I had, it was a kickstart Minarelli and I didn't have a kickstart bell, but I had a pedal start. And so he just stood in a field by the, by the hotel with a Dremel for like two hours and turned the fucking pedal start bell into a kickstart bell. That's crazy. And, like, he just had an extension cord from the room. Also, we stay at hotels where if you do that, they don't seem to give a shit. <laughs> don't stay at the at the five-star hotel. Got it? <laughs> no, no. We're more like one to two yeah, on the yeah. outskirts of town by industrial stuff somewhere. <laughs> Preferably somewhere where they charge by the hour if you want it. <laughs> yeah, if you're not getting in until four in the morning, like, why pay for the entire night? Yeah. Oh, that's great, dude. Yeah, no, it's, it's going to be fun. Like, uh, if you haven't signed up yet, like, definitely everyone should go sign up. I mean, why not? Let's do it. Yeah, get on it, man. Like, you got some time. You know, you're not working a bunch. You got some vacations stored away. Maybe what you're a- moving somewhere in Oregon, and this is on the way. I don't know. <laughs> and the dates again, it's uh, June 24th through July 3rd. So you got some time. Yeah, yeah, that's it. 24th through the 3rd. 10 a.m. on the 24th, uh, North Platte. We'll be at the Motel 6. <laughs> and there's nothing else on the calendar for, like, you know, that time. So you're not missing anything. Yeah, I, I feel like we called it early early enough that, like, yeah, there's no rallies right then. So, you know, get your team together, pick a bike. Make sure, like, you know, say you're, you're a club and you're doing it and there's uh, everyone's got the same bike. You can, like, 
you know, pile your parts together to make, make one monster pile of extra parts, have a spreadsheet, you know, all right. To keep a spreadsheet to account for everything, make sure you you packed it all <laughs> and you can, you know, keep track of the, the losses. <laughs> I, I like this. I, I like this. I, I've, start thought, with your... I've thought it out. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> like, I like this a lot. You know, like if I if I were to do the Baker's dozen run, like that my body <laughs> could not keep up with. I couldn't I couldn't hack it. But if I was to do one, you know, because like, everyone's been there. Everyone who's who's heard about the Baker's dozen or listened to like a podcast that we talked about it has been like, yeah, man. They've sat around with their buddies and been like, yeah, we could do this, man. We got the team, we got the squad. Like, we yeah, this is the bike we take. This is what we do. Everyone's done it. Oh yeah, They're like yeah, I can do it on this, no problem. Yeah, we we all talked a lot of shit <laughs> and not put up. It's just a mild, you know, two hundred to three hundred mile ride every day. Yeah, nothing casual. Yeah, <laughs> and I and, and I live in a small small city, so like you know, it's hard <laughs> enough to get the guys to, to drive more than three miles to the bar. <laughs> no, exactly, and like I just I that's why I kind of picked Nebraska. I was like, if I pick the center of the country, maybe everyone will show up. <laughs> like we're right here come on hop on <laughs> come on in man. well i'm excited man i'm glad you guys are still doing it oh man thanks like i'm still excited even after several years so that's always good yeah. what are your like plans for like the baker's dozen in the future would you like to because like it's like who how long can you can you keep up with it man or are you going to end up I mean, passing the torch? Probably at some point end up passing the torch if somebody wants to keep it on. I mean, I'm, I'm just going to keep going until I, until I run out of routes. That sounds cool. That's really like, as long as I can think of a cool new route that, that seems like it's fun and people keep showing up, like, we'll keep doing it. You're going to start just like resorting to like, you know, Googling like, oh, cool american routes i mean that's kind of what i do like i was like well i haven't been there like what what happened in that part of the country what what can we do that sounds cool where's a little road you gotta like add in like some uh you know like group like uh movies every night that are pertaining to like that that part of the country like that route like yeah we could watch oregon trail movies all night (laughs) if you get in on time (laughs) if if you're here on time your bike doesn't break down we got you. Oh, you're in the corner frantically welding your shit back together? Well, we're chilling. <laughs> we're just hanging out, man. Yeah. Ugh. And then, like, I don't know, man, there's the teams, too, that, like, for, it's always a shout-out, too, like, for the solo riders that, like, don't have a team. It's like, I don't know, also from the start, too, it's like, yeah, that being able to take three bikes was, like, always a cool idea. It's like, oh, you have a team of three and you take three bikes, but, like, no one's I'm not gonna say no one because it's it's been done but like rarely yeah. are there teams that are like yeah we're do we got three bikes and we're taking all the bikes so everyone's riding and we're all like doing this thing together but it, it always seems to come down to like okay it's gonna be one bike one team to like keep this one bike going I mean it usually ends up like something breaks down catastrophically and you're like well we got to keep that spare for like the really good bike and so like okay we'll have to make this choice. Like, you know, I always see them on the side of the road debating, like, 
should we should we keep trying to push two bikes or like mm, pack this one in? Yeah, and you're like wearing on the where you're wearing on the parts. Think if you need three, three you know redundancy parts for every part on your bike for one bike, then you need six for for two bikes and so on. Yep. <laughs> so then it gets real expensive. Yeah, then then you're you're like, well, shit, this is like, am I just buying a moped shop here? Like, why do I have all these parts? Yeah, then the race is over. You only use half the parts. Then what do you do? Then you gotta sell a bunch of, you gotta have a part out. You gotta build some loaners. You gotta yeah, like, who wants a certain bike? <laughs> you just sell the bike at the end of the race. All right, this one's thrashed. Who wants it? <laughs> I live here now. Please buy my bike. I need yeah. rent. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's only that would only happen if you ended in New Orleans. Pretty much, I think that happened <laughs> to several people. But <laughs> well, the race in, in New Orleans. Now I live here. They're like, ah, I'm chilling out. I live here now. <laughs> you know, we didn't break Mono's rule because it wasn't their rally, so we're allowed to stay. <laughs> God, I need to talk. I need to get Caesar on the podcast, dude. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, you do. <laughs> Oh, he's super funny. Like, dude, tell everyone about the time you like went to a rally and then you just stayed. <laughs> <laughs> you just quit your job and stayed at the rally. You're like, no, <laughs> I like this much. I live here now. <laughs> oh, dude. Well, I mean, that's it, man. We hyped it up. We talked about it. Like, anything else you want yeah. to put out there? Like. Run back the uh, the website and the dates and how everyone can register and sign up. Yeah, no, um, absolutely. So, like, yeah, go to bakersdoesnrun.com. Uh, we're going to go June 24th to July 3rd. Recommend if you're going to show up, show up in the North Platte the night before. So show up uh, June 23rd. Uh, it's going to be, if you haven't booked it already, uh, book at the Motel 6 or a nearby motel of equivalent quality. Um, we're down by a river, I guess, and a freeway should be a great spot for mopeds to take off. Um, go ahead and register, sign up on the website right now. It's just registration. You don't have to pay right now, but just registering, um, will get me a good head count and I'll be able to make a better amount of shirts. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. Yeah. A couple months to go. Countdown timers on the website. Yeah, hop on the Moped Army, check out the thread, yeah. you know, they're, they got one running in the general discussion, so, you know, you can talk You're about out, it. Or I'll make one, I should, I should make one, yeah. I was like, I was like, let's get that, let's get that pop in, let's get the teams posting their bikes in there, so if you guys are, are going, and you're building a bike up, like, let's see the pictures, man, like, that was always a fun part of it, especially last year, like, seeing those bikes come together, Moped Brothers, building, like, a almost full custom oh, man. and like yeah watching their build everything that was sick that was hell i was like what do they make oh shit oh shit yeah fucking the jesse and those boys doing the uh the um electric bike you know like dual motor like that was cool i, I know that they're they're competing again i don't know if they're doing electric i mean we'll see It'd be funny to just watch a team like just try to do a all electric, like only electric. I'm I don't know what the rules would be on that. I don't think you'd be capable allowed to win if you were on an all electric bike. There's a moped race. Let's be real, but it would be cool to see like someone do it. I would I would like to see someone try honestly. Like 
somebody with an Onyx and like 20 batteries. I mean, come on Woo! out and do it. How much, <laughs> how much money? Whoa, whoa, yeah, chill, no, chill. Like, Maitland, relax, dude. 20 batteries. I don't, see, I don't see how you could do it with less than, like, if that bike has to make it 300 miles, like, you've got to have several batteries. you got to have a full charging station in the van. Yeah, you got to have, like, a little power plant back there. Yeah, bat- what, do you, what do you got back there? Oh, we're just charging electric moped batteries i think it's got a honda 3000 watt generator battery. i think now's the perfect time dude you need to hop on the uh the onyx forum like the onyx group on facebook and like try to like convince some of these dudes to join and maybe onyx if they want to put their money up to where the mouth is they'd sponsor one of these teams and like supply, cool. like like supply them with batteries for the for the race i would like to see that I mean, I'll I'll put some words out on the forum, I guess. But like, I would like to see that. That would be a real like. That would be interesting. I don't think it would win, but I think it would be a healthy competition. And I think I feel like I maybe if we can't get it done this year, I think I think there's still time to get it done. But we you could actually reach out to multiple e-bike companies like Onyx, Huck Cycles, um, fucking Super Seventy Three, fucking. There's another small one here. I can't remember the name off the top of my head. But Oh yeah, that's know. right. There's like several now. Yeah, like talk, like reach out to all those ways like, yo, we're doing this race, we're doing this competition for mopeds. Um, if you guys like to put together a team or if you're on a forum and you know you guys want to put a team together, like I feel like all those companies have money. Like, why wouldn't they sponsor a rider with like batteries and stuff? Like, you know, maybe make some stipulation where like, you know, they gotta get the batteries back. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's just all loan or stuff. But yeah. like it's, it's, they're doing it for their own advertising anyway, so like Yeah. And then I'm it's like that. and then it's like, ooh, then you're then we're like then we're ramping it up, dude. Okay, cool. Now we got some people that are really like, you know, with a company behind them that are willing to put some money up. And then like maybe that helps shine some more light and then all right, cool. Now we got a Red Bull sponsorship for this thing. Oh shit. Now, now, now Red Bull like is going to put Yeah, now it's a real thing and now now Red Bull's willing to put up money for a fucking doc- documentation crew. Ooh boy. Dude, there was fuck that reminds me. There was one year there was like rumors of a Netflix documentary crew. I remember you go the think, uh the Hell Satan route, you don't even go Netflix. You go um to like Fusion Network or like, you know, one of those smaller stations. Maybe you can find well, reach had, out to the they guy had that reached did out that. to Rob though, I think. Like Netflix actually reached out to him mm. about doing that. And then it fell apart. I don't remember, but I do remember this now. That's all. That'd be sick. We can make it big. Well, we can make it big, boys. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna have to do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna make some dinner and probably get on the Onyx form later. <laughs> yeah. Just just keep fake moped army away from him. We don't wanna fucking pissing everybody off. <laughs> yeah, I, I just kind of stay off the Facebook form. <laughs> oh, dude, hell yeah! Well, thank you for coming on, man. I'm I'm glad we got to catch up, dude. Like, you know, I miss dude, you me now. too. It's always good fucking chat with you, man. Yeah. I, I haven't seen you in so long. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know. Hopefully, you uh, you going to Nashville? You should come. When is Nashville? You got, you got some time. It's uh the end of this month. Oh, I might be a little too close for me. But yeah, a little tight, a little tight. I I wish I I probably knew about it earlier and I forgot, honestly. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. April 29th through May 1st in Tennessee. Oh, shit, that sounds really good. Like, 
last weekend of the month. Nashville is a fun town to hang out in. Yeah, I'm excited. Like, I'm trying to, like, I'm talking to everyone who's coming with me from Richmond. I think we're up to, like, we're up to, like, seven people. Uh, it's like, and I'm coming with, like, the new crew, too. It's like, you know, a lot of, like, our newer like, writers and stuff. Or, like, I don't know. It's, like, not the old crew that I've been going to all these rallies with. It's like, oh, okay, cool. We're, we're at seven, and it keeps fluctuating. It's like, oh, like, 15 people want to go. Now it's, like, six. Now it's, like, eight. Now, you know, who's <laughs> jumping around, and they're all bugging, bugging me. Like, oh, what's the price? What's the price? Like, how much is going to cost? I'm like, I can't tell you because mopeds are flaky. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can tell you once we started buying gas, then I'll yeah. let you know. <laughs> yeah, because I'm just like, dude, like – one one day there's 15 of us that want to go then the next day it's five and like it keeps jumping up and down oh man i'm out i'm back in i'm like adding and removing people from the group chat like you know the private group chat just for the oh, just for the trip and i'm like, You're just like oh, shit. yeah i was just like yo here's the total price of what the trip's gonna cost for like the trailer and the gas like we can just divide that up amongst whoever actually shows up like, yeah so like also like those I, if whoever makes it, they're gonna be so stoked if it's like one of their first rallies. They're they're gonna fucking love it. Oh yeah, and like we've been talking about, it. I think it's gonna be like a like we all think it's gonna be like a, the big one, you know. It and it sounds like it's the big one. I mean, it's the first rally in like a couple of years, really. Yeah. Right. And like, you know, uh-huh. more small West Coast. I mean, East Coast stuff going down too this year. Like you know, Wizards have theirs booked. Like. Oh no, Wizards is the one that I hear is going to be huge. Like, because everyone was getting hyped on that. Yeah, Wizards should be cool. Uh, Legion's going to be cool. Like, oh fuck yeah! I know, like Mosquito Fleet. You know, Seattle. I always hear awesome shit about Seattle. So that you know, they got theirs on the calendar. I'm going to Seattle. That one's going to be fun. It's, it's. I always have a blast up there. August is the best month to go to Seattle. Yeah, it's like the one month it doesn't rain. <laughs> This is the one month you're like, oh, I can live here. <laughs> and everyone's like, no, no, come back in like a month. Yeah, later. Like that, that's how they trick you. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is how we lure you in. <laughs> yeah, man. And like, I don't know, the Shanks have booked theirs for like November, like last year. It was like December and they're like, yeah, we'll take November uh, 2022. <laughs> Damn. All right. Like, uh, November in Texas sounds fun, though. Yeah, better than summer, better than any summertime in Texas. <laughs> Way better than any summertime. Yeah, dude. Like no one's trying to deal with that, especially if you're if you're driving there. It's like cool. Like you hit the state of Texas, and you know that you have like 20 more hours to drive, <laughs> or you know yeah, whatever it is. Like Texas is so big. Like wherever I'm going, it's another 20 hours. Ah. <laughs> At least you don't have to drive through West Texas because West Texas, the scenery doesn't even change. You're like, I think I saw that cactus before. Yeah, it's just dust just swirling around. Like, is that a, look at those baby tornadoes over there. Yeah. <sighs> ah, crazy. All, All right, man. Well, yeah, um, let's wrap uh, it yeah, up. Yeah, I got I to go. <laughs> cool. I appreciate it, dude. Yeah, for real. It was always great talking to you, man. I'll see you later. Dude, you too, man. Thanks again. I'll see you soon. All right, cool. Bye. All right, later. Cool. Another week down, dude. Thank you guys for listening. Appreciate it. Um, like we said, dude, Baker's Dustin's awesome. Like, if you don't want to race, like, I think you should sometime. If you have that kind of free time in your life, be a part of it. Join in. Or if you, like, can help. You know, they always need hands. Like, 
helping plan, helping sort shit out. So you can always reach out to Maitland. I'll tag him on Instagram. And I mean, when I post the episode and like give you like his Instagram and stuff, uh, you can also look up uh, at Baker's doesn't run on IG and you know, he'll get the, the thread going on open army You can check out the website, all the things, man. Thank you guys for listening. If you want to support the podcast, just uh, like it, share it, you know, repost it, you know, give us a comment, something like that. And you can go to mopedmoney.com, pick up, you know, some moped swag. And hopefully I'll see you guys in Nashville, dude. Like I'm pumped. I get my van out of the shop, all like tuned up, ready to go next week. We got our trailer booked. Like I'm shaking down my bike, trying to figure out like it was ready to go, which is like weird, dude. Like (sighs) mopeds are fun and they always do these things. I'm like, ah, this bike feels great and it's ready to go. But then like, you know, you get, get nervous riding it around. I'm like, ah, it feels great. But is it rally ready? Like maybe next week will be about that. Like getting rally ready. I think that's a good theme for next week. Cool. I'll make a note of it and we'll get back to it. Uh, I'll see you guys next week, dude. Hope you guys get out there and go ride. Check out mopedarmy.com and, you know, be a part of this game going on. Cause that's really fun. And it's like a cool way to like trick yourself into going to ride somewhere. Like, Ooh, I got to go like find this thing in my town real quick and, you know, try to beat the next guy to it. And yeah, fuck your car, ride a moped. So, um, what are your favorite moped sounds? <laughs> Your car. <laughs> right about that. I don't know, like touch a flower, is it moving? Like, no, nah, feel free locked up. Sounds like a fuck, dude. Oh boy. Wop, wop, wop.